Hello and welcome back to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television series The Littlest Hobo. I'm your host, Stefan, and I'm joined today by your co-host, Katie. Hello. And today we're going to talk about Season 1, Episode 3, Manhunt, Part 2, which first aired on October 25th, 1979. We've both watched the episode. How do you feel about it, Katie? So, uh, I've got a lot of roller coaster of emotions. I think it was really good. There's some twists, there were some turns, some, you know, things I didn't see coming. I also enjoyed this episode. <laughs> it was fast moving, there was some action, didn't really uh, slow down in any part. There was a big twist <laughs> in the middle, sure there was, was uh, a shot of a raccoon. It had everything I ever wanted out of a <laughs> 1970s Canadian television series starring a German Shepherd dog. Yep. Yeah. That is what you can say about it for sure. <laughs> exactly. So uh, let's talk about the episode. It it starts with a recap. The show actually starts three minutes in. <laughs> right. So <laughs> if you're watching this episode, you know, maybe skip to the three minute mark and avoid the uh, recap. But listen to the theme song. Yes. Listen. To the th- <laughs> you do not want to skip the theme song. <laughs> you are not allowed to skip that theme song. should be the Canadian national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Let's petition. <laughs> right. I'm going to start one. That's right. <laughs> I'll tweet at the prime minister. <laughs> so it... it <laughs> we're tweeting at so many people <laughs> so many how many people can we get to block the littlest <laughs> right, podcast yes. twitter what the heck is this block <laughs> <laughs> so we get the recap and the episode basically picks up right where the last one left off it it starts with tom our fugitive on the run and the littlest hobo and they're lowering the injured man down a hill a very steep hill not quite sure how he's doing it alone like I, the injured man is he's he's Unconscious. He's unconscious. Well, I think he's still kind of conscious. He's tied to the stretcher. He is, yes. So, like, worst case scenario, it flips. Yes. Like a Jeep. (laughs) He gets pinned under it again. He gets pinned under it. He hurts his other leg. (laughs) Right. Those college kids. Damn it. (laughs) Where are they? Why are they not helping? (laughs) Right. Well, we find out the name of the injured man at this point. His name is Ed. Yep. And he is delirious. Yeah, he's mumbling nonsense. Yeah, he's he's kind of fading into being unconscious. Yeah, he got really his story about a murder, so now he's like, I don't need to be awake. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm in safe hands. Right. This guy seems like a decent fellow. Yeah. Self-defense. That's 100% self-defense. Skewered somebody. Self-defense. That's right. <laughs> Tom the skewerer. <laughs> and then we get this wonderful shot, and it's... I want to talk about the shot for a second because I really like it. It's this super tight shot on the sheriff hiding in the forest. And then the camera like zooms way out. It goes wide and it pans over and there's Tom and the littlest hobo. Beautiful. It is. It's incredible. It's probably the best shot we've had so far in the entire series. (laughs) I'm I'm a little blown away by it. I'm not gonna lie. It's I feel like it maybe it was like some like cinematographer student or like somebody who hasn't got jaded yet. Right, hasn't like, given up. Hasn't <laughs> right. uh, their soul hasn't been crushed by three episodes <laughs> of The Littlest Hobo. Yeah, <laughs> I got a great idea. This is definitely like somebody storyboarded this. Yep. on like a napkin and like showed up the day of and was like, guys, 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 we have to do this. <laughs> There was some thought actually put into this shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it shows. It's real good. Uh, but from this, we realize that the sheriff and his men and those angry brothers are all waiting for Tom in the bottom of the valley. Tom has just come down, and he's going to walk into a trap. Yeah, he's going to take the most obvious route out of this valley. Yes, Yeah. and Tom doesn't really have any reason to believe the sheriff 
should be there because the sheriff's <laughs> proven to be pretty incompetent at this point. Just the worst at his job. <laughs> but they're they're waiting for him, boy. <laughs> yeah. They can, can read his mind, mind like, like a book. book. <laughs> um, but the littlest hobo does a bit of scouting here. Yes, that's right. He sees the sheriff. Sheriff does not see him. And he circles around. Yes. Right? He's going to go and hide himself in the foliage. He's a real stealth tiger here. Exactly. Like he, yes. Yeah. He's. I, <laughs> I think the littlest hobo is like, it's like a little bit like Rambo. <laughs> definitely like Rambo. He parachutes out of planes. That's right. He's good in the foliage. He's very stealthy. We find out later on he he's be, got some moves. He could be quite deadly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I 100% believe that he is a Vietnam veteran <laughs> with PTSD oh, no. who's going from town to town <laughs> just trying to escape was, the horrors of his do past. Do you think he was a Vietnam veteran before he became a dog? <laughs> yes. Magic. <laughs> no, we've established magic works in this universe. Right. They can read minds and they can do sorcery. Right. So he is definitely, maybe he even is Rambo. Oh. In a dog's body. Is it? Well. See, Sylvester Stallone, getting yeah. very old, can't right. really play Rambo anymore. So we're going to get a German Shepherd to do it. Exactly. He's wow. there at the beginning. He's we there at the end. We solved it. Done. Solid. I'm tweeting him. <laughs> <laughs> One <laughs> more to add to the block list. <laughs> I'm pitching this. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so Vietnam vet hobo. <laughs> yeah. He's got to get a little bandana at some point. Oh, he will. Absolutely. And like an assault rifle. Well, he's already had a gun in his hand. Or in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) In his mouth. He had a gun in his mouth. Yes. When he shows up with a flamethrower, then I'll I'll really start to worry. (laughs) So he sees the sheriff, he does the scouting, and he he leads Tom in the opposite direction. Yes. Yeah. So Tom's not going to go into the sheriff's trap. He leads Tom away. And the sheriff is waiting with Jake and uh, the brothers. And Jake's getting pretty impatient. He wants to kill someone. He really wants <laughs> to kill Tom. Yeah. And uh, we have what I think is our first swear word of the show. Went right over my head. It went over the censor's head, too. It's, <laughs> it's Jake. And he goes, <laughs> and then he, he <laughs> mumbles around a bit. And I, I don't know how they missed it. But it's it's there. <laughs> the actor was improvising, you know. He's really getting into a scene. Yeah, he just kind of said method it. Method actor. He's been yeah. <laughs> he's been sitting in that forest for three days <laughs> now with that rifle. Yeah, just stewing in the idea of having a murdered right. brother. <laughs> just trying to spot the dog. <laughs> yeah. Where are you? <laughs> Hobo shows up with a knife in his mouth. <laughs> Comes out of the water. <laughs> yeah, it's right. <really> slowly. <laughs> emerges from the water <laughs> he's got clay like over his over yeah. his matted over his fur <laughs> there's trees burning behind him it's just very intense and dramatic and then he slowly submerges <laughs> again <laughs> i want to see that so, so bad <laughs> so they speaking of water they um yes <laughs> they come to a stream Yes. It's a fast-moving stream. The Lord of the Rings-style river they have to cross. That's right, of course. It is very much. It has the big uh, statues at the end. Yes. You know, there's a flaming Boromir on a boat floating down. Yep. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's typical 1970s Canadian river. Yep, just They all had that feature. Absolutely. Yeah, there's so many burnt-up Boromirs <laughs> at the bottom of waterfalls. Littered, littering the place. If you go to Niagara Falls, that's what's at the bottom. Right. Yeah, it's just thousands <laughs> of burnt-up elfin boats. <laughs> That's the real conspiracy. That I don't is. want you to know. 
we gotta <laughs> we gotta talk to our favorite conspiracy <laughs> theory guys right. on the uh, Big If True podcast. Shout out! Shout out to them. They're really cool. They live in the same city as us. They do. <laughs> yeah, pretty. I see them at the bar every now and again, and I walk in and I go, "Hey, I'll have one beer, please." <laughs> Because that's how you order beers yeah. in Canada. <laughs> also a ham and cheese and a cheese and ham and a ham and cheese. Yeah. And if I just want cheese, out of luck. Out of luck. <laughs> then yeah. I got to fight. <laughs> right. Yeah, take down Sam. <laughs> yeah. Well, first you have to wade through all the women by the jukebox. <laughs> that's true. Yes. And then the uh, people at the pool table. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wizards. And then we find the big if true people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> Are you also having beer and ham and cheese? What a coincidence. Amazing. Conspiracy. So they get to the stream. It doesn't. I don't think they're going to cross it. It's too fast moving. Also, mm-hmm. Ed is unconscious. Yes. I don't think they can float that thing across. No. So, so we cut away to a sh- one of the sheriff's men. Yes. Or is he one of the sheriff's men or is he just another police officer? I feel like he's like a deputy. I feel like we saw him in the first part at the very beginning. Recognize the mustache. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very distinct mustache. <laughs> very distinct. He is sitting on the edge of a dock yep. closest to the land. Yep. And he's having a smoke. And the littlest hobo <laughs> rambos it up. <laughs> I was going to say, he gets in the water. He submerges himself <laughs> into the water. He's like a little doggy <laughs> torpedo. Yeah, just stealthily crawling over there. Also, did the deputy just like give up on the chase? Did he get sent over there? It's a smoke break. Like, right, yeah. In, in a forest, you know, we just had an yeah. episode on forest fires, but it's fine. That's right. Well, the animals didn't start <laughs> the fire. <laughs> Maybe this is before. <gasps> it's a prequel episode. <laughs> they didn't think it was strong enough to do right. Manhunt Part 1, Part 2, <laughs> and then smoke. smoke. So they did it the they other way around. It around. It's like a real firefly situation. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're putting a lot of thought into this. <laughs> Too much. Oh, God. <laughs> so the deputy is having a smoke, and the littlest hobo swims over to the dock yep. and unties a rope while he's, like, in the water. Oh, yeah. He, like, kind of, like, props himself up a little bit and then, yeah. like, tugs on that string. And he, yeah. he pulls a whole boat. A whole boat. A whole boat. Without that man noticing. Yes, away from the dock. There's even a shot where that dog is very close behind the deputy. Yeah, the <laughs> constable is, like, blissfully unaware of this 90-pound this so German shepherd six feet behind him <laughs> stealing a boat which again leads to our theory that um everyone has either eye problems or hearing yeah. problems yeah, one or the other yeah. yeah so hobo brings the boat down to tom and uh tom gets onto the boat with uh ed they're still dragging ed around still you gotta keep keep ed and i have a line here i wrote down <laughs> tom says to the hobo if we get out of this, I'm going to buy you a 30-pound dog biscuit. I mean, I'm sure the hobo would rather, like, I don't know. Be a man again? And, yeah, right. <laughs> Damn it, I just want to get rid of this curse. <laughs> I just want my pension. Right. I don't want to eat a 30-pound dog biscuit. <laughs> I, I want to go back and talk to Wanda. <laughs> right. You don't want her. Well, all That's right. <laughs> right. I'll take her away. <laughs> Meanwhile, the sheriff, he, I think he realizes that Tom's not coming that way. So he splits everybody up, and wouldn't you know it, he sends Jake, the angriest brother, sends Jake to the lake, yep. which is where Tom is. Conveniently. Also, yeah. I'm fairly certain that Jake is the one who initiates that whole scenario of getting sent somewhere. Is the sheriff just letting him call the shots? 
I think at this point he probably He's just is. like given up. He's like, all right, you do it. Well, like the sheriff <laughs> only gets more and more incompetent as this episode goes on. It's like he gets more tired and he's just like. He just wants his pension. <laughs> Tomorrow's his retirement. That's right. He's one day from retirement. <laughs> Doesn't want to deal with this. <laughs> Jake goes down to the, the river slash lake, mm-hmm. this body of water, and he uh, he spots them on the boat. Yep. Uh, we should also mention that Jake has a very high-powered rifle with him. Yes, he does. And he proceeds to try and hold them up on the boat. He tells them to paddle to shore real, real, real Just slowly, slow. real carefully. Yeah. And if you have any control over that dog, <laughs> you keep him yeah. there. Hobo immediately <laughs> leaps off the boat. <laughs> yeah. And, you don't uh, tell me what to do. <laughs> he he dodges craftily dodges. <laughs> Three shots from a high-powered rifle at a distance of, like, 15 meters, Very 30 feet. Like, I literally wrote down, how is he missing? How is he missing? <laughs> like, Jake can either not shoot, or the hobo is, like... Just darting and weaving. They slow down the film because he's moving so fast, the audience won't believe it. You can't see him. You can't even see him. Yeah. Uh, he misses one shot directly into the water, and then two hit a very conveniently placed... Like, log maybe it's the same log they used to lever the jeep you know oh. he brought it along with him just yeah. to, just in case prop department camp <laughs> yeah <laughs> can't afford that many logs <laughs> right it's the perfect one just yeah. use it again <laughs> so yeah there's two bullets that hit the log yep. right next to the littlest hobo and we have a hobo harm meter <laughs> we like yes. to talk about yes i feel like this has got to put a notch on it because I mean, obviously, they're not really shooting at the log, but they do have those little explosive bursts that... The little squibs. The little yeah. squibs, essentially. And they yeah. go off right next to the dog, and the dog is surprised. Yeah, like, I was going to say, there's some flinching happening. Yeah, he's uh, he's <laughs> not happy. No. Uh, but he makes it out of the water. He does. As soon as he makes it out of the water, he disappears into the forest. Just like Rambo. Just like Rambo. Just saying. Uh, Jake loses track of him completely. Jake also ignores the boat. He, <laughs> he does. He's, he turns around and just completely disregards the man who murdered his brother. Right. Because he's, of this dog. He's trying to kill this dog. Yeah. Yeah. And, That's his true enemy. And Hobo, he disappears into the woods and Jake cannot find him. He shoots again. He misses. Yep. So four times he's missed. And uh, there's a little fake out with a raccoon. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Jake sees uh, what he thinks is a hobo, and it's just stock footage of a raccoon. <laughs> yep. Uh, and the hobo gets very close to Jake. Very close. Close um, enough that he can he, tackle him. He tackles him. <laughs> Jake's gun jams. Yep, of course. Um, convenient. As he sees the hobo coming towards him, and it is kind of terrifying. Yeah, that's like a mean German shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> jumping for your face. And he does, and he <laughs> hits Jake like directly in the chest. <laughs> yep. Knocks him and his gun into the water. Yep. And then swims back out to the boat. Yep. Uh, they do not show the littlest hobo getting back into the boat. Conveniently, no, they do not. Um, I feel like he just got hauled in. Yeah, unceremoniously <laughs> yeah. plopped. Can't look that uncool. No. <laughs> but kudos to the littlest hobo. Yeah. It's like, that is very Rambo. J- definitely. All those years in Nam. <laughs> just, you know, he learned some skills. Very specific set Spec- of skills. That's right. <laughs> and he's going to use them he's when his friend use. is being... Yeah, not a sh- not shot at. Well, yeah, he wasted four <laughs> bullets on the dog. Right, I feel like he could have hit Tom. <laughs> Definitely a bigger target. Yeah, stuck in a boat. Stuck in a boat. Yeah, with an unconscious man. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As they're getting away, I don't know if you caught this line. Uh, Tom has a little bit of advice for Jake, and it's it's probably the most seventies <laughs> thing. 
uh, he says, here's one for you, chum. Never mess with someone with a higher IQ. <laughs> here's one for you, chum. Never mess with anyone with a higher IQ. <laughs> Which is pretty rich coming from Tom. I was going to say, Who's zing. being led by a dog. <laughs> right? Whose entire, like, he's been saved every time. By a by dog. dog. <laughs> but the best part of this line is Hobo's back in the boat. <laughs> and as, like, Hobo has been talking in this episode, like, yep. making dog noises. <laughs> and so Tom goes, Here's one for you, Chum. Never mess with someone with a higher IQ. And Hobo goes, <laughs> Which I took the equivalent of bitch. <laughs> I like to think that Hobo is slightly sassy. Oh, he's a little sarcastic. Super sassy. Just like surrounded by idiots, you know. All the time. <laughs> yeah. So they 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 make a getaway. They do. They just row on down the river. Yeah. Um <laughs> the sheriff doesn't show up. No, where is he? No idea. They ignore the gunshots, I assume. No. The Where's four... the deputy whose boat was stolen? Was- Literally 20 feet away (laughs) on the edge of the dock. I didn't hear the gunshots. I never even thought of that. Right? He is right there. (laughs) He's very close. Hobo didn't swim that far. No. (laughs) But nobody nobody shows up. No. They make a clean getaway. They do. Uh, Tom drags Ed to a highway. Yes, they finally find a road. Tom says, I'm going to flag down a car. I'm going to give you to them. And then I'm going to run as far as these legs will take me. And then we get the oh, biggest twist. This was twist. beautiful. Just my, just yelling at my screen. <laughs> Tell him what happens, Katie. Ed pulls a gun. I have it in giant capital letters. <laughs> he pulls a gun on Tom. <laughs> tells him he can't let him go. He says, the man you killed was my <laughs> nephew. Because everyone in this town is related. <laughs> yep. <laughs> did not see it coming. And where did that gun come from? And how did Tom not figure it out when he was putting him on the stretcher that he had a gun? How did Ed hang on to that pistol through flipping his <laughs> Jeep, being pried from the Jeep, being dragged at least, what, you say 10 kilometers through the bush? At least, yep. Down the valley, into the boat. Like how, <laughs> J- and just where was that pistol? That is the question, and I don't think I want to know the answer. I bet it's real warm. It's, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> But all the same, he's he's got Tom. Yep, he's now, they're so close to the road, he's now going to turn on him. Yep. Why and now? Well, I guess because Tom's going to run away. Cause but he's like, got to see justice done. Couldn't have done it when he was on the boat. No. You know, couldn't and there was somebody the on land who could help him. Yep. It's fine. No. <laughs> so that ends that part of the episode, and we cut to just outside the sheriff's office, no. where the sheriff is coming out of the door, and uh, Ed, who's now on crutches. Yep comes up and asks if he can visit the prisoner. Ah, yes. And the sheriff's response was, um, okay. Mm, Okay, why not? Now, again, I want to (laughs) reiterate, I am not a police officer. I have little to no experience with law enforcement. But I'm thinking that if you have a man in custody and someone wants to visit that man who is defenseless, he's he's inside a, a jail cell, and the man who wants to visit your prisoner is the uncle of the man that the prisoner killed you might want to escort him some red flags yes also the hobo jumps in there and the sheriff does nothing to stop him (laughs) he's like all right well what harm can he do hey you get out of there (laughs) hey hey you can't go in there oh leave him be i'll uh, watch out for him okay i guess it can't do any harm watch yourself uh 
too lazy to go after the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Sheriff's got things to do. Right? <laughs> Wanda's single. Right. He is on that. He's got to make a move. He's got a good pension. Yep. He's moving in. He's always wanted <laughs> to see Las Vegas. <laughs> Ed uh, talks to Tom. Yeah. He goes in and he asks him how he's doing. Are they taking care of him? And Tom kind of gives him a cold stare. You know, you, you can tell he's felt pretty betrayed after yeah. he just dragged, you know, Ed all these mm-hmm. miles. And, and this is what he gets in return. Ed asks him about the tire iron. That's correct. And he says, yes. these men, they, you say that he hit you with a tire iron, but I, all three of these men say they didn't see any tire iron. And Tom says, well, they're all lying. Also, I'd just like to say at this point, when Hobo was in the prison, my mind immediately went to... Prison Break, another TV show. Mm-hmm. Hobo is Michael Schofield. Okay. Breaking out his brother. <laughs> I want a whole season. <laughs> whole we'll season. put it in the prequel movie. <laughs> right. Hobo doing a jailbreak. I want to know all the complicated ways he's going to figure out that he can get him out. That's right. It's great. I want to watch it. Maybe that's why he turned into the dog. Right. <laughs> Twist. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, right. Sorry. So, yes, so he asked Tom, about tire and iron. Tom says it's a tire iron. Ed says there is no tire iron. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, but where did uh, Charlie get the tire iron? And Tom remembers the truck surprisingly well. He remembers that it was a custom truck. A custom blue pickup truck. Yes. And Ed knows that is Charlie's mm. truck. I'd also like to say at this point, they mentioned that the three men must be lying. Mm. Wanda was there. Yeah, what was Wanda doing? <laughs> is she also lying and they just discount that because she's a woman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like there are witnesses. Right. And we, we know why Sam isn't a witness. We find yeah. out in a minute. Yes. But s- at the same time, like, yeah, Wanda was Wanda there. Wanda was there. She should know. I feel like she didn't like her husband enough to lie. No. <laughs> so Definitely what are not. Mm, okay, any qu- questions? But sorry, continue. Um, <laughs> so Ed hobbles on over. He goes to the custom blue pickup truck. Yep. He checks the back and there's no tire iron. Of course not. Nope. Um, Hobo actually, I think, takes him there. Yes. Because nobody can go anywhere without the littlest Hobo (laughs) accompanying them. They just stand bewildered in the middle of the street. So he checks for the tire iron. Ed can't find it. So we go back to ye old Canadian pub. (laughs) The brothers are playing pool again. Just, you can't change your routine too much, even when someone dies. Exactly. (laughs) They're doing it in memory of all the lost brothers. Yes, they're drinking a beer. A beer, yeah. In his honor. Yeah, having (laughs) some ham and cheese and cheese and ham. (laughs) Yep. Um, and uh, Ed doesn't come in first. The hobo enters by himself. Did you think, like, John Wayne, like, Yeah, Clint I was Eastwood, waiting for the doors. Just <laughs> a, right? You know? Has a little poncho on. A little Morricone soundtrack <laughs> in the background. That, oh, that'd be so cool. That'd be great. <laughs> Very Western. Mm-hmm. Like, he needs guns on his little, little his tiny little, his tiny little dog hips. <laughs> yeah. Even though he's got no thumbs. <laughs> It could work. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An integrate uh, He's smart. string system. <laughs> yeah. Just to, like find a way to pull the trigger. He's Einstein. <laughs> yeah, you'll do it. Exactly. You'll use <laughs> physics, bitch. <laughs> it's his catchphrase. Um, so <laughs> Hobo enters and Jake uh, very rationally decides he's going to beat the hobo to death with a pool cue. <laughs> yes. And I'm not making that up. That is his first instinct. <laughs> Hit the dog with a pool cue. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but luckily, Ed shows up and says, the dog's with me. Uh, don't touch him. <laughs> and Ed asks Sam what he saw, Sam being the bartender. And yep. Sam says, I didn't see anything without my glasses. <laughs> yep. Just he took them off and ah, blind. And I like Sam, <laughs> but that doesn't feel like a right answer. It didn't, I feel like Sam has just lived in this town for a long time. He's run this bar. The only way he keeps it is by... 
taken off his glasses. This is not his first murder. <laughs> no, he's seen a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah. So, so Sam's of no help at all. Staying out of it. <laughs> yeah, and so Ed asks Jake about the tire iron, and Jake says, oh, uh, it was stolen. That's why it's not in the truck. It was stolen. I don't know if he's just a bad liar in general or if he just doesn't care enough to try and lie well. Right. Because he is the worst liar. He's super guilty. He's just giving it all away. But he's he gets back up. His he, brothers yep, back him up. Yep, they're all right behind him. Yep, they're like, yeah, I remember something about that. It was def- somebody stole the tire iron of all the things. Now, there's something about this I don't know if you noticed, but when Ed is leaving... And during some of the shots, it's dark outside. I did not notice that. It is dark outside. Amazing. <laughs> and then we immediately cut to him outside, and it's bright daylight again. This town is literally in the twilight it zone. It is. It is 100%. Meadowville. <laughs> it's a twilight zone episode through and through. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ed, being outside, he's like, well, I guess that's that. Like, yeah. what am I going to do? Not going to investigate this any further. Yeah, he drops his hat. Uh, well, does the hobo grab the hat I think he out of his hands? Oh, maybe he does. I think the hobo kind of grabs it and it falls. I do know that it's a $50 hat. How do you know that? Because he yells it at the hobo. Oh, it's a $50 hat! <laughs> 50 US dollars? Canadian. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Changes I have things. no idea. What was the dollar? Was it, our dollar must have been pretty strong in the 70s. I feel like it's probably pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, it's a $50 hat. Right. And the hobo was running away with it. Yep. And poor Ed on his crutches is hobbling along <laughs> as fast as he can. And wouldn't you know it, the hobo leads Ed out to the same field where the three brothers and Tom were. And the hobo brings Ed the tire iron. And I just want to say, there's a whole lot about this. I'm great. Like, good thing they found the tire iron. But they are messing with evidence. They're just like dog saliva's on there. Like Ed's gonna pick it up. Like I feel like this is not good. There's no for prints. their court case. There's like. no prints. There may be like <laughs> maybe some tissue on the top from like Tom's head. head. Yeah. But this no. And they don't <laughs> explain it because the next scene is uh, back in the bar. Yep. The men are all the brothers are all there. They're having around having a beer, and um, Jake wants to bet on how many years tom is going to get for murder that's right sam won't bet on he says i don't bet on that sort of thing sam's an upstanding man he is when he's not ignoring murders (laughs) yeah but ed shows up and he says i'll take that bet jake says oh yeah how many years and ed goes none (laughs) and he throws the tire iron onto the table that is evidence i right that is like and you are crippled and outnumbered (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they could just take you down and be like, what tire iron? That's It can literally do the same thing. <laughs> right? Oh. They could go get the pitchfork and kill you. <laughs> Sam's just going to take off his glasses yep. and head to the back. That's right. Going to make oh. me some ham and cheese. <laughs> right? This seems like a very dangerous idea. But instead, no, it fades out. Yep. And that's the end of that. It's like they saw the tire, tire iron and immediately confessed. Exactly. They like, ran to the police station and were like, we're guilty. Because... <laughs> That's the only thing that could have happened. Right. Because when we fade back in, we're outside the sheriff's office. Tom is free. (laughs) Ed is healed up. Yep. You know, healed enough he can walk. And I think uh, the sheriff's the sheriff (laughs) says to Tom, you want to say goodbye to those three good buddies of yours? And then he, like, insinuates that 
the judge or somebody is not around. Yeah, the judge is is not in town. <laughs> so I I took that to mean that the trial is going to take a very long time. So they're going to sit and rot. Yes. But it could mean something else. <laughs> also, well, I kind of got that he was like, if you want to go in there and just give him a little little fisty cuffs. <laughs> Here's a tire iron. <laughs> right? Uh, we'll just turn, uh, take off our glasses. <laughs> <laughs> our collective glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Tom is a good man. <laughs> he just wants to go wherever he was going. Back to the city, away Back. from this horrible little town. That's right. <laughs> I don't blame him at all. <laughs> no. Um, and the hobo takes this moment to leave. Yep. Just, uh, again, no smoke. Just pieces out. Just He just runs off. No yep. one ever chases him. Nope. They're all just happy to be it's like, the smartest dog I've ever met. Yeah. Goodbye. And Tom ends the episode <laughs> with this line, which I wrote down. That's the only goodbye in the world that's worth anything. What and does that mean? I do not know. <laughs> I honestly have no idea. It sounds good. It does, yes. But it doesn't mean anything. It's just words. <laughs> it's it's just a jumble of words. <laughs> yep. And we have to wonder again, is Tom suffering from head trauma? <laughs> Absolutely. He needs some help. He needs medical help. <laughs> right. I don't know if they took him to a hospital. Who knows? I doubt it. Maybe that doctor is still stuck somewhere. It's like the burnt out bridge. <laughs> right. Well, the first fire has just started. Exactly. If this is a prequel episode. That's right. <laughs> and that is the end of the episode. And yep, that is the two-parter. Hobo harm scale? Yes. So we already talked about the squibs, the, the little... Okay. The, so that was, you know, knocks it up there a few. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I feel like a dog jumping on a man into a river. Mm-hmm. Also a little bit. Although I don't think there's anything quite on the like parachute drop the dog. Yeah, situation. no traps on a mountain lion. Lines. Yeah. And so I'm going to say a solid four. Okay, I'm going to go lower. Okay. I, mean, I guess my animal abuse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a two. Okay, yeah, that's I think fair. the squibs are probably the. Yeah. Because I like, I don't know a lot about them, but I feel like they can misfire. Yes. And he is very close to them. Very close. They are right in his face. Let me give it a two out of ten. Okay. Yeah. So that's first fair. episode was I I think we agreed on a five. I think so, yeah. Second episode I think we both agreed was a zero. zero. Yeah. And I'm giving this a two, you're giving it a four, so we're gonna say it's a three out of ten on the hobo harm scale. Yeah, so so far they haven't been doing too bad. They've been all right. I mean it's still There's not great. lots of time. <laughs> six more seasons. This is only three episodes in. That's right. <laughs> we should probably get uh, to our now famous segment. <laughs> Hobo uh, fights. a little Mortal Kombat right? or something. <laughs> yes. Finish him. Uh, <laughs> is there anyone in this episode you would like to see duke it out? It, uh, keeping in mind, it's pretty much the same people. I was going to say, it's nobody really different. Although, I think I'm going to throw Ed in the mix now. Okay. Because he's now a horrible human being. Right. Sort of. But yes. Uh, so, I think I would like to see Ed on crutches fighting drunk Jake. Okay. Yeah. That's where we're going to go. Two terrible people duking it out. Duking it out. And they can just knock each other out. Okay. um, I don't know what it's called, but I know that when you try and get a job in uh, like the military or anything that needs like very fine skills, they give you a hearing test. Uh, I want to see the deputy take that hearing (laughs) test. Deputy versus military (laughs) hearing test. test. Fails with flying colors. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just. They could steal anything from six feet behind them. <laughs> so bad. Just the nuclear codes, gone. Gone. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't hear them. Nope. <laughs> Just sitting at his desk, doo doo doo. Unless you're walking around with a backpack full of possum pants. Yeah. He's he, not going to hear even you. Even then, just yeah, no. Yeah, it's, it's a roll of the dice. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, next episode is the fourth episode in uh, <laughs> season one, and it is called The Defector. 
Would you like to hear what the defector is all about? I would just like to say, I really, I don't know what it's about, but I really hope that it involves something to do with a Russian. Well, we both <laughs> saw the little preview at the end, <laughs> yeah. which we're going to have to talk about next time because, oh boy, does it look good. Yeah, there's so much going on. But the description is, Hobo helps rescue a prima ballerina who wants to defect from her Iron Curtain <laughs> captors. <laughs> Uh, so so just topical right there. They're really it's hitting the political points. going to be a whole bunch of Canadians doing bad Russian, Russian accents. accents. It's the best. <laughs> I am looking forward to it. Uh, me as well. <laughs> awesome. Well, on that note, we should probably wrap this up. All Any right. uh, last thoughts, Katie? Uh, my last thoughts are these three episodes have been a wild ride. Uh, not what I expected at all. Still no train. Uh, so that's disappointing yes <laughs> we talked a little bit about my sign off <laughs> one and day it'll be relevant one day someday there'll be an episode with the hobo on a train absolutely and then it'll all come together and if you have any ideas for a littlest hobo movie you should tweet us yes. at littlest podcast katie <laughs> set that up like sh- 10 minutes ago absolutely yep we have nothing going on there right now so help us out. Yeah. You can also email us at the littlestpodcast at gmail.com. Any thoughts, any feelings about Littlest Hobo? Not about Littlest Hobo. We'll take it all. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your trip to Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Were there any German shepherds there? Again, I'll put up my call. If you played Wanda, I would love to talk to you. <laughs> if you played anyone in Littlest Hobo, <laughs> get in contact with us. We'd <laughs> love to hear from you. On that note then, until next time, hop on that train, fellow hobos, and we'll see you at the next stop. Take care. Goodbye.